Well, welcome back. Welcome. Welcome. Ayo, how you going? Yeah, pretty good, mate. That's the way. Yeah, well, Moses here. Episode two. Welcome to episode two of the Never Late podcast. We realised a bit of housekeeping. This guy on the last one was calling for subscriber suggestions. It's a bit hard without giving out some contact details, (laughs) I guess. So for those that found us through Instagram, you'll already be all over this. But we're on Instagram at Never Late, which is N-E-V-E-R-L with the number eight. Throw an underscore and podcast. You'll find us that way. And also we have an email. Uh, Got to go back, turn the page, which is the words never late podcast at gmail.com. Nice and easy. And again, if you want to guide this podcast at all, guys, that's how you do it. Just get mm. on, hit us up with a suggestion. Throw us bad feedback, good feedback. <laughs> Tell us to shut up. Doesn't really matter. Any of that. We might we might not listen to that, but no, getting ragged on keeps your match fit. <laughs> I got told that too. I had people in the custom car groups sharing atrocious customs, just knowing that they had to keep me on my toes when I'd come in and demand a little bit of respect. No, any any feedback, <laughs> just send it through. Say hello. Want to chat? Yep. We'll, uh, we've we've probably got it on the radar just to talk to sort of random random followers. So uh, if you follow us, you you could well be. Tapped on the shoulder. You might end up on the list. Just say good day. Yeah, no, that's it. Exactly. So today we're just talking about our cars. Yep, that's the one. Our current cars. Current cars. Yeah, well, we promised it last episode, so Mm. we better follow through. All right. Tell us a bit about Nasher. Nasher. The Nasher. The Nasher. (laughs) Well. The infamous Nasher. And there's so many stories, and I could probably fill out an hour and a half just Mm. rattling on about my car and how much I like (laughs) it. So I'll try and give us the condensed version. (laughs) But I, I did touch on the fact that I had a HR which brought me back to cars. But I've also had a friend that I'd had since I was 17 years old who's been pretty inspiring to me who'd built a lot of cars over the years, old man hot rod, Gerald Clancy. So Gerald and I had done a lot of work on other people's cars together over the years, bits and pieces here and there. And we'd never really done a big build for me. Like he did did rust repairs on the HR, did kangaroo hit repairs on it for me, but we'd never really got together and built me a car. So knowing that he was probably going to wind up and slow down on building, I just put the HR on the market and we started searching for a project. And there was a 46 Mercury Coupe I was keen on and he looked at the price of that and looked at the money I had and said, you're not going to be able to build that car. I don't want to start on something we can't finish for you. And that's when the Nash came up and fell within budget. So where was where was the Nash advertised? It was I found it through Marketplace, just on on the Facebook. Yeah, on the Facebook, and it's crazy how fortuitous things can be when you don't realise on the way through. But it wasn't until I got the car back. I bought the car in Werribee off a guy who found it in a shed where it had sat for forty years in Camberwell and brought it to Ballarat only to find out they had a six that came to Australia in 1948. It was always destined to be in Ballarat. It was owned by the guy who owned the Red Lion Hotel, Mm. and he had it brand new. And then the stories come along about how old Charlie the Chinaman Mong loved that car that much. They reckon he nearly polished the paint off it. So when you look through, it's uh, not a fan of the word, but it's grotty. When you look through its grotty finish, you can see where this old Chinaman had his hands all over Mm. the car. So was there a Nash dealer in town? No. Had he gone back that far? Like no, where, where did Nash come from? There couldn't have been because of the limited just quantity. private import? So or was it I'd say they would have been sold through a dealership. Through I haven't GMH been able or... to follow maybe Wire Brothers or mm. whoever were active at the time. Back in 48, we would mm. have had a dealer here of some sort. But it'd have to be. Or, yeah, well. It'd take some negotiating. There probably would have been share wolf. 48 sort of went hold and started. So, yeah, really well, I haven't really it? sort of delved into that. Like part Holden of the is in Holden. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, interesting. I want to touch base at some point with the Red Lion because I'm sure there's got to be photos somewhere in their archives relating mm. to the car. At least. It'd be worth. And then, yeah, maybe the story's there. Worth going down and having a look. Yeah, rather than chase other people's stories, maybe chase my own. Mm. So, basically, now it's, uh, it's running, you know, pretty much it's got Commodore. The brakes, yeah, it's running VS calipers, XF rotors. It's got an EL diff laying on its original springs, but 
all suspension, steering, everything Proper cast original them. to the car. It's Proper so custom. It's so subtly custom, though. <laughs> you like, wouldn't know it to look at it. Beyond the brakes, you know, it's still running its original steering box, you know, it's still running the original shockers that were fitted from you. Mm. You know, it's never even had a shocker replaced. Mm. Yeah, there's one little drag link that I had to sort of deal with, which has been sorted. But, yeah, so very subtly custom, but secrets out there she's got the never late in it mm, mm. <laughs> yes sort of the inspiration going and going for its fresh rebuild right now so to all the people who were recommending to moses mccready that maybe he put an ls in this car mm. unfortunately I, I was already spoken for can't say that's gonna happen well mate <laughs> who, you never say never but <clears throat> I, I don't know whether i don't know yeah. whether an ls is a moses mccready thing no that's it don't know. Can't so, see it. Yeah. So I suppose if we wanted to branch towards your current car, Donny, I could admit that I saw it long before you did. You did. From across the street at 16, sitting mm. stranded under a carport, going nowhere. Tell yeah. I mean, I've, I've told this story many, many times. And look, some people believe it. Some people don't. <laughs> <laughs> some people just get angry. But, uh, oh, I've got to say too, it's a it's a uh, Moot Award winner, isn't well, it? Well, yeah, it it won the uh, the the Moot Award at, at the Beaufort Show last last year. Oh, so close to purist, and yet won the award. Mm, very strange, but anyway, it's got it's does he does have his fans. And he crosses band. Well, that's the other thing too. I find that street machiners can also admire oh, custom, can yeah. admire restored cars, mm. and, you know, can love an original mm. car. That's right. doesn't always go both ways. Yeah, look, Donnie's, Donnie's story goes back about 10 years, and uh, I just started started work at my current place of uh, employment, and the, the guy working behind me, as you do, you sort of try and find a common thing to talk about when you're new, and I'd, I'd rocked up on my motorbike. I used to ride my motorbike daily to and from work yeah. rain there's a few days when i got out of the shed and there was like white frost around and i decided no no i'm not going to do yeah, that not the icy but, um, mornings most of the time i i did take the old i had a honda vtr 1000 which still love to this day and yeah. he saw the bike and um and does a if if he knew does a you, you got to know darren and look I, i'd probably put him on the list of people to to bring him in and have a chat to if he would be up to it yep. at some stage but he's a very quiet guy um very unassuming and nice one of the nicest fellas you'll ever meet and anyway he sort of turns around very quietly spoken he says oh i see your bike out there and um got talking and he he'd going through his bikes and whatnot he's had a couple yep. of bikes and yep. um that was fine and I, I, something came up about cars or something and i, I think i said i had not because I'm not long got rid of the HK. Some come up about holes. I don't yeah. come up anyway. Yeah. He said, Oh, dad's got an old HQ sitting in his driveway. And I didn't think anything of it. You know, old HQ yeah. sitting in an old man's driveway. It's going to be sitting there rusting away, doing whatever. And yep. thought nothing of it. And I said, I said, Oh, dad, if you ever wants to get rid of it, let me know. I wouldn't mind, a, you know, have a look at it, a project or something. So <clears throat> didn't really. Talk much about the car for a little while, and then uh, one day he he came into work and um, he said I was over at Dad's. We can here's some pictures of, of the of the car, and this must have I don't know maybe a year after I'd started, so probably eight or nine years ago. Yeah, and he showed me pictures and he's flicking through, and it's 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 Donny sitting there covered in dust. And, yep. and I said, oh, it looks pretty pretty straight. And he says, um, yeah, yeah, no, dad, he hasn't driven it for a long time. Um, he, he, I said, you know, bought it new and got the story yeah. a bit more Yeah, that he, he bought it new. Um, uh, it was, Dazza was the, the only child and I don't think mum drove. No. So, uh, he, Donnie or Don, that's where the name yeah. from, Don always had a ute. Uh, as the daily driver, yeah. so there was only ever Don and Darren or Don and Mum. Yeah, even later years, he had that little Mazda. Yeah, the Toyota. Yeah, Toyota. Yeah. Um, so it was very rarely they were they were in the car apparently. And I said I was looking at the tires in the in the picture, and I said, "Geez, those tires look old." And he 
he sort of piped up and said, well, they're the original ties. And I said, what do you, <laughs> I must've looked so confused when he yeah. said that. I said, what do you mean they're the original ties? You're too much credit on them. <laughs> and he said, well, it's, he said, it's only done um, 13 or 14,000 kilometers. I said, it'd be miles. He said, no, no, no. He said, kilometers, it's definitely kilometers. He said, look, I'm not a car guy, but he <laughs> said, it's definitely kilometers. He said, he said, Dad just never drove it. And I said, You're joking. And anyway, we'd sort of talk about it from time to time. And um anyway, yeah, I think it was 2018 and Donnie Donnie passed away. Yep. And uh, I can't remember what month it was. And um, yeah, I I never mentioned the car or anything, and of course Darren sort through this date and i'm not sure when it was it must have been september august september he, he sort of mentioned to me at work one one morning he said would you be interested in, in buying dad's car and i sort of looked at him i said you you sure i said i said yeah i'd, I'd love to have a look at it yeah. and uh so we went up to his went up to frank street yeah. um after work and had a look at it did it did the deal there and um come home, put the Harley on the market yep. and sold that. And, um, it, it was about the time he was at, he was putting the house up for, for sale. Yeah. <laughs> All things happen for a reason. It's, <laughs> it's so funny, but, uh, yeah, we'd done the deal. I think it was on the Wednesday or Thursday after work and, uh, he wasn't in any hurry for the money. He said, look, that's fine. He said, it's yours. I said, look, I can give you a deposit. He said, but, you know, anyway. Yeah. He said, no, nah, just tell your bike and come and get it. Anyway, the week after, I think it was in the paper. The house is in the paper. For yeah. sale. And if you drive down Frank Street, ten times, you know. Yeah. He's got the wooden fence, the yeah. wooden gate. You would not know this car's. No, you, you wouldn't know, know the car's sitting in there. You had to know it was there. So I've been looking for years. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, you wouldn't. You would not know this car's sitting no, in the carport, I'm the only and, and it's just an open carport. No, not in the garage. So. The house is in the paper on Saturday, and yep. in one of the photos, you can see the back corner of the Kingswood. Yeah. And <laughs> I think it was, I don't know whether he ran me that day or the week after at work, he said, I had three people come wanting to buy this car. They weren't looking at the house. They come to Frank Street. He said, I was clean. Specifically for the specifically car. Specifically for the car. And I had to tell everyone that it was sold. And then um, he's. A couple of days later, another bloke had put a letter in the letterbox yeah. saying, I'd like to buy your car. So I said, Dazza, I said, we, we need to, I need to get this out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nervous times. So uh, we agreed uh, that, I, that I could come and take get it out of the way. He wanted it cleaned up anyway. So I spent a couple of um, couple of lunch times trying to get it going. I'd go up to Frank Street over lunchtime trying to get it going. Yep. It had turned over and uh yeah obviously flat battery put air in the tires well i think three of them held air one didn't so i put the spare on yeah, i reckon the battery was all calcified and that no, the battery, the the battery was no. actually all right no. uh so i don't know actually when the battery was changed it's, still, it's still the same battery in it yeah no i went for a look at it one afternoon probably going back i think it's uh, an old kmart battery but yeah, anyway, it might still... have been 2014 2015 i dropped in at one stage to have a look and we had a look under the bonnet and everything yeah. and it was a bit yeah so he might have cleaned the battery off yeah don't know look, don't but... know but anyway so i, I know got he'd that been offered up. i know he'd been offered more money than i went and offered him that day i know that mm. i think he enjoyed the fact that every now and again like don enjoyed the fact mm, that someone probably. had dropped in and he could tell probably. the story about the mm. car because i believe that his wife was involved in him buying it too like she sort yeah, of was know. part of it there's a, there's a yeah. whole mystery about the purchase of it, which I'll get into a bit later on. But, um, yeah. so yeah, I spent a couple of lunch times trying to get it going. Could get it running with fuel down the, fuel down the carby. It just wouldn't run. So anyway, I organized my uncle. I, I said, mate, you're gonna have to come and give me a hand. I said, I need to get this car out, out of the shed. So I think it was a Friday night, yep. pitch black, uh, with the, I had the Hilux at the time, snatch strap. Dragged it up the driveway, turned it around because it was it was dri driven down, so we had to reverse it out of the driveway. Yep. Put the snatch strap up to the Hilux and very slowly drove it three kilometers, three point five kilometers to my house. Yep. With uh, me driving the Hilux, the uncle 
in the Kingswood with the handbrake because <laughs> it had no brakes. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we got it on the road. The the reason it didn't go was the fuel lines were perished either end. So yeah, um, yeah we got that going. And um, here we are today with with old with old Donny. And yep. um, I went into work and said to said to Dazza that um, I'm, I'm going to call him. I'm going to call the car Donny. Um, and he said, "Oh, really?" I said, "Yeah, yeah." I said, "It's only only fitting." Yep. And of course, I think there's a second outing to Cars and Coffee. I met you. Yeah. And it turned out you lived across the road from it. And yep. while we were talking, do you remember the other guy that came up? Yeah. Said, "Is this the almost identical?" You yeah. came up to me and said, "Is this the car from Frank Street?" Yeah. And I said, "Yes." And we got talking, and you you went on about it. And this other guy came up and said. Exactly the same. Is this the car from Frank Street? <laughs> and it turned out you were in the, was it the same house or next door? Was, we were across the road. Yeah, no, but he was in yeah, yeah. his grandmother's, yeah, was your place? Yeah, something, think, it was yeah, something yeah, along those lines. They were next door. Yeah, it was, were, yeah. yeah, virtually next door to me when I was growing and, up. Um, yeah, but you had know. to be across the road from that, that car to know it was there. Well, that's right. <laughs> Although, um, as I say, Don did tell me that a couple of blokes around town that had known about it had turned up. And even at the time, like we talked twenty thousand for a HQ, it's a bargain. Mm. Back when he was offered twenty for that car, that was huge money for any HQ. Mm. Mm. I mean, mm. but I've, I, yeah. you know, I spent a lot of time at Cars and Coffee that day dragging people over to look at your car <laughs> because it doesn't present as a car with less than twenty thousand kilometres on it. No. It looks like it's been trimmed. It looks like it's had new carpet. Mm. But the paint's a little bit tarnished. It's kind of it's confusing. It, it's but it's it, cool. I love it. It's it's been it, it's been a great ownership of, of having that car. You know, me and likes of you and and the, the guys you meet at shows and you know the, the, there's a whole heap of Melbourne guys that uh, that I've you have know, contacted me via socials and oh, these was, these are HQ gurus. Oh, I was like, with you at the at the HQ at the, meet yeah, and they, they Lindsay, pour yeah. over that car so they know how to judge. Well yeah it's it's been cars. it's been a great it's been a great thing. Um and it's it's good having it and it's 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 good to get it out on, on the show. Look there's there's pros and cons for owning it. It's it's getting to the point now where um I'm getting a bit scared to drive it. With with sort of you know, I suppose values going up, but also like yeah, all the hoses, all the original hoses, and you know, I don't really want them to break. And it's no, got the original windscreen in it. I don't want that breaking. And it's a it's a bit of a curse and a and a, and a blessing at the same time. But uh, I've got to say, since I've had it lowered, you know, Dave did the lowering job on it. It's just it's made it a different car, certainly to look at. Yeah, it's it's. I'm glad it's I did gorgeous. It. But the reality is. You haven't got the space to build another car. I don't, have, to, I don't have the money to build the another money, car. Or, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> look, at some, I mean, at some stage. I mean, if money wasn't an issue, you'd push oh, it out to a museum if, if somewhere money wasn't and an you'd issue, just, just go and buy yourself something else. I, but, I'd just put a, a hoist in the shed and <laughs> put it up, up in the rafters and put something underneath it. But, yeah, so uh, maybe it's time for a buddy look at the, shuffle. It's, I'm probably at the point now where... I don't think I'll ever advertise it, but if someone was to come up to me at a show or someone contacted me said, "Oh, you want to you want to sell it," I'd, I you know would see what they're offering, and if it was a good enough offer, I'd probably let it go. But I'm not in any hurry to let it go. No. I love owning it. It's 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 really like you know, brought and again, us together. Got, and, yeah, you've got the you got the tire there with the board with the yeah, story, and yeah. you know you you're the perfect owner for that car too. It's, it's and and the kit look. The I love I love the fact you'll drive it. Yeah, you know, I love the fact oh, that look, we went up there at in the spit and rain yeah. to do a street machine magazine. Hand I've, I've put a blanket ban on driving <laughs> in the rain now because the <laughs> the windscreen real. I mean, really, the windscreen needs to be replaced because yep. it's just it's start. It's just everything's being original. It's all sort of drying up and. It does leak a bit of water now, so I've, I've yeah. sort of banned any rain trips at the moment. But it's been it's been a great thing. Um, it was pretty good just, that it actually managed to travel with the HQ for You Street Machine magazine in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that was that was a pretty cool day. Yeah. But yeah, you know, just the um, the good thing about it is, you, is you, you take it to the shows, and you almost argue with people. Not argue, but People start doubting the car, and then you start talking to them, and you tell them a bit of the history, and then you you start showing them things, and you, and they you can tell they walk away thinking, 
yeah, okay, <laughs> this is this is the real deal. And it, it happened at the at the Holden Day out here at Ballarat. I'd only been to one. Yeah, the amount of people I spoke to that day, um, and you know the the so called experts and and whatever it's yeah it's it's good. It's it's a great conversation piece. It really is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've you know you and I've had some good some good uh, cruises in it. Oh, that's it. I mean, and that was the good thing about taking it from Ballarat down to the other side of Melbourne and meeting all those other mm. HQs. People are shaking their heads, and well, you know, yeah. there's so many people that wouldn't do it, that mm. wouldn't drive it, that it'd be. Yeah, know... I mean, look, I mean, I know, I know what it is. As they say on the Facebook ads, I know what I got. Yeah, which I, I know what I got, and I respect <laughs> it, but I still like that. You need to drive them. Yeah, no, I always like it had fourteen. 14,944 kilometres yeah. the day I got it home to my house. Yeah. And I think now it's about 170 kilometres off. Off the 20 the 20. Yeah. And I always said I'd sell it before I got the 20,000 Ks because I didn't think, I didn't think it'd get the 20,000 Ks that quick. I didn't yeah. think I'd drive it. <laughs> Honestly, didn't I didn't think. And true I, testament to a bloke, because I've had a few people tell me, you know, you could have just disconnected the speedo. Well, you probably could have. <laughs> but yeah. I did say from day one that it was just waiting for you. Oh, probably, yeah. yeah. But the, getting back to the, the purchase of it, yep. um, when I got the, I mean, look, it's not a Monaro when it is. I just got the whole historical uh, information from HHS, just the build sheet, basically. Yeah. It's just a Kingswood, it's nothing special, but it's cool to have the little thing on the wall. The guy, uh, I can't remember his name, but Holden Historical Services, had a really good chat with him, and he raised a very interesting point that first rego, like this was first registered in December seventy four. Yeah, HQ was long gone. Oh, yeah, no, HQ look, was gone in October. He was a late bloody exit. This, like Donny, is a September build, so one of the very last of them. So he must have been sitting in Wire Brothers showroom out the back or something. Yeah. Um for a couple of months. Uh and even talking to Darren, um, he can remember going to the showroom with his dad. Yeah. And he said they were trying to get him to buy the Tirana. And I didn't even think at the time, but he he, he was pretty sure it was the L L H J. LC, which doesn't oh, make yeah. any sense either because the LH <laughs> was out. LH would have been there. I mean, being Ballarat, who knows what old stock they would have had. Well, yeah. Um. So when he sort of said that, he said, this this car would have had to be registered in September. This, this is not the original. I said, well, no, it's this is this is it. Yeah. So I actually contacted Vic Rose via Freedom of Information and, and I've actually got the original Vic Rhodes a, a copy of the original Vic Rhodes registration. And it's the, I think it's the, uh, what date is it? 12th December. I can't, I can't remember yeah. what day it is. Yeah, yeah. But it's got, it's all handwritten. Definitely December. It's, it's, it's December. It's handwritten LZR 962 signed by a senior constable, whatever, or what it's, yeah. it was that signed it off. The price, you can make it, it's pretty hard to make out, but I think the price was $3,800. Yep. Dollar dues, yeah. something like that. <laughs> Which I think if you, I did plug it into one of those little inflation calculators. I think it equates to about twenty grand of our money. Yeah. So, not much different, really. No. Buying a family car now, I suppose. Well, that's it, and it's a tough one to it's a tough one to price now. Well, like you, uh, I said, I've had some. I, I mean, the night I got it home, I had a ridiculous offer. I put it up on a HQ page, covered in dust. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what I've just dragged this home. And I had three people inbox me saying, I'll give you this much, I'll give you this much. It's like, nah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. And even even now, yeah, there's I've had a few silly offers, but, you know, I said, I'm not. I'd need to have something lined up yeah. that I really want yeah. before I sold it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she's a, she's a great he, I should say. Great color combo. Yeah, I love the color. Well, that's combo. what you said. It's I always... haven't seen another one. Like I've seen an aquamarine doe skin. Yeah, but they've they haven't had the 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 chestnut dash and carpet. They've had black. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so 
Yeah, I'd say it would have been the last of the line. I was actually talking to Scotty's dad about it because Frankie used to work at Wire Brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he sort of, because there's no engine number listed on the, from Holden. He said, oh, he said, one of the last, been one of the last ones they would have had old engines sitting there. Um, they would have just stuck anything in. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, the Holden historical bloke said, well, this engine number's an earlier to what it should be. Yeah. So it's probably had a changed engine. I said, well, as far as I know, <laughs> no, in its ownership, whether it, I mean, I know what goes on at car dealerships from working in there. Like, it, not to say it hasn't had a new engine in it, but before Don yeah. took ownership of it, it yeah. could have happened. Yeah. But um, Frankie was of the opinion that back in the day, um, yeah, the older, they didn't, because the HQ was the last of this pollution sort of stuff, the HJ had the pollution stuff. Yeah. So they sort of, they didn't build any more engines. So if they had something sitting there, which might have been a warranty reco or they rebuilt or something, they would have just put it in the last. Yeah. Um, whether uh, that's true, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I can't no verify it, but it seems legit. Who'd know? I'd know on the run out scenario. Well, there you go. And everyone had so, tipped um, that maybe I'd be the one with the biggest story about the Nash. I think you've nearly tipped me. I probably have. Oh, but we, we probably know that I'll just keep talking about that car every <laughs> podcast, though. Yes, National Cup. We're going to get it into our theme song at some point. Well, yeah, we've got to, we've got to actually record that 308 going down the road when, when it's up and running. Yeah. Forgive the shuffling of the notes in the background occasionally, Sue, with the comfy chairs and no desk. Mm. Once again, <laughs> thanks, Scotty, for uh, hosting us here. This setup is, uh, setup is brilliant. If anyone... Wants to do a podcast. Yeah, I'm sure Scotty Scotty's the man, <laughs> and he's even done podcasts himself before. So yes, he has. Get uh, so that's probably it. Do you want to dive into yeah, June well, Street Machine? Yeah, we had ourselves pegged for doing a Street Machine review on this episode, and so. I think for me, yep, this is probably the most I've missed about the thong slappers not being around, and probably. I dare dare I say it, a lot of the thong old thong slappers fans have probably missed this too because the first time I heard the thong slappers, it's just like, well, hang on. This is what I used to do as a kid at school. Yep. We'd get yeah, get the, the magazine. There's only really a handful of us car heads at school. Yeah. And I used to get a subscription to Street Machine every year for Christmas. Yep. That was a yearly Christmas present. So I'd always have the magazine and we would just go through the page and we critique the car. Oh, no, that's, that's rubbish or don't like the paint. And, yep. and that's what that's what we used to do. We used yeah. to just go through the magazine and listen to those thong slapper guys. It's like, yeah. Me too. It's Me just, too. You know, it's, it's like. just And, and you without them here, uh, uh, like I've been listening, I've re-listened re to yeah. other ones. And look, I know myself and a, a lot of other guys uh, or via Donnie's Instagram page. Yep. A lot of other guys will will buy the magazine and go through and do a review, but it's not the same. Yeah. But like it really and it really just I don't know, it value adds to the experience. You yeah. Know? Because yeah, you go and buy your magazine, you take it home, pour over it yourself. I'm really to interested have those conversations, to, um, you know. Yeah, I'm really interested to see what we come up with because we've we've without trying to take Yeah, no, you've hit us with a few from, topics. Yeah, yeah, take without taking stuff away from the thong slappers, we've tried to keep things a bit different. I mean, those guys went into great detail. Like they'd look at the cover and and critique the cover and the artwork and all that, which is fantastic. But we're just we're just gonna keep it pretty simple. We've got what have we got? One, two, three, four. We've got five areas. Yep. We've got cool. AO and Moses choice. So that's Car of the month. We've got best of the build, which is uh, the little segment of the guys that have got builds in progress. Yep. Um, Sunday sesh, which is uh, our personal pick of the Sunday too, too far, far away in Reader's Rides, Reader's yep. Rockets. Sorry, I did steal tough shot. I'm going to steal tough shot from the thong slappers because I I love it. I think still a mad fan of that. It's I'm just a fan fan <laughs> of the tough shot. And 
I'm I'm sorry, guys. I'm stealing that one. I'll be interested to see what you think of the one that I chose because I don't know whether <laughs> yeah. I've really got my head around what what makes a tough just, shot. A tough and shot what is just, but... tough shot's just a tough shot. Like, <laughs> is the the picture there? Does it look tough? Oh yeah, hell yeah. Does it look tough? Hell That's yeah. all it is. And you'll understand why I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll finish off with honourable mentions, and that could be one car, could be. Six. Yeah, well, I seem to have way too many post-it notes well, stuck in my it, magazine, but we'll get through. I've got to say, <laughs> Ripper Magazine, there's some fantastic, fantastic builds in there. I'll say that too, actually, from um, even from the cover page. Yeah. It's like, just, you know, the Van Dam show-stopping EH Pano rocks Rocky Nats. Like, how cool is that EH van? Yeah. And how good is it to see one on the like, cover? How often do you see an EH with a V8? I saw a stacked injection and I saw that colour and I thought Rob Beauchamp from back in the day, mm. like it straight away, just it, it won me from buddy, the opening page. All right, let's start it off. You can go with that. Uh, we'll go with Moses' choice first. Okay, and, Moses yeah, McCready's excuse the, pick. Excuse the rustling. Okay, well, I'm shuffling through to page 78 and 79. Page 78, let's have a look. On the article titled Family First by... Oh, yes. By yes, Ian Kelly, photos by Ben Hosking. But, yeah, definitely. The, H, the HD ute of Chad Ribbons. Hey, look, I've never been a fan of the HD. I think that uh, I heard someone say the HD stood for horribly designed, and I always stuck with that because those front guards just didn't do it for me. But this thing, yeah, this thing is just absolutely next level. No, I, it, I it absolutely it. had me. And it's and a tribute build to his dad yep. who passed on as well. So Great story, great know, car. Love the story. Love the fact that it's still sporting the six-cylinder. It's yep. got the triple, buddy. Ah, uh, yeah. Yep. Got the triples on it. Got the Trimatic in it. Those early Holdens, like six-cylinder with triple carbs, is not much. And the double plugger for the accelerator pedal for the bonus yeah, points. That was brilliant. <laughs> but, I'm with you on that one. But yeah, no, that was me all the way, mate. So what did you uh uh mine? What did you give your award to? Go to uh page one hundred. If I can find it. Yeah, did I? Page one hundred. Got a poster in me way. Is Killer HQ. Oh, yep, yep. You know, that makes sense, mate. Nick Knight's uh, absolute stomping HQ. And look, I'm not saying it because I've got a HQ or I've got a soft spot for HQ. Uh, I, I mean, I just like, like cars in general. But that thing is, that. I mean, that first photo on it takes up 100, page 100 101. Yeah. Have a look at it. Yeah, I oh, know. Stance. It's, uh, it just looks like it's. It's just. It just looks like it's going to launch. Yeah, it, it is. It's set um, to launch. It's set to launch in that photo for sure. Brilliant color. Uh, I think the color suits it. I got to say, Ben Hosking's coming up a little bit in photo mentions too. I reckon because you know, again, that photo. Oh, it's it's just unreal. A banger. You're right. Unreal. Um, yeah, just I just love it. Just love the car. Uh, love the combo. What's the the motor is uh, five ninety eight cube yeah. like? So I tried to unreal. keep away a bit from the magazine because I knew that we were going to be doing this. So I sort of <laughs> tried to open it with fresh eyes today and look through. Yeah, and I'll honestly be say that I'm stoked at our point of difference with you grabbing that cube because I didn't give it a lot of time. Yeah, no, I liked it's it. always going to be interesting. To see what you pick and I pick because you're, and this is where I think. The good dynamic is, is yeah, I was growing up on this street machine type build, I suppose you could say, and and you're really into the rods and customs, which yeah, I I equally love. Yeah, it's yeah. just I, I was brought up on on this magazine, and and even anything my uncles and all that build was always you'd class it as a street machine, I suppose. I've never been yeah. around rods. Well, how many years are between us? Because that'll be the interesting point. I'm seventy. Different. I'm a seventy six model. Yeah, I'm sixty nine. So. And the same date. Yeah, yeah, same birthday. Same birthday, which is <laughs> which we found out after we became mates that we share a birthday. A bit strange, but crazy. Um, yeah, no, I think yeah, no, two two worthy winners there. Yeah, no, definitely. Cool. And cool. now on to what was our next criteria? Best of the build. Best what of the build. You got for that one. Oh, I think I'll be able to find that page. <laughs> uh, in the build, here we go. Yeah, well, this one might not surprise you as much, but I've gone straight onto the 50 model Mercury of Dylan Welsh. 
What page are we looking? Uh, page number 128. 128. Oh, yes. <laughs> so Dylan bought that out of the States and imported it. And that 50 model Merc Coupe, and together with his mate, they've done the four-inch roof chop on it, the DeSoto grill, French the headlights, shave the handles. Mm, and I think... It looks great. I think so many of us could do could do that path, you know, could do that, take that I journey with I absolutely love mate. that shape, like uh, Hudson Hornet, that era. Yeah, I think well... They, they can... You can do so much to them, and... But that is just such a neat car that they've started with, mm. too, like... Um, and it'll continue to evolve too, like as they shave the door handles. But we're about to, the chassis, uh, let's say, and uh, once it's off the hoist, the chassis will touch the ground, also shave door handles, locks, you know. But yeah, just, just tweaking it along the way. Mm. No, I do like that. But to start it's with great... something fresh out of the States and just embark on it with a good mate, that's that's a project I could see sense in. Perfect shape. I could. I can just picture that. It's probably not the way he's going to go, but I can just picture that dragging its ass and throwing sparks out the back down the road. Yeah, and I Go really ahead. struggled too not to salute the forty-eight Morris truck that's over the page because you oh, know, yes. I'm me. <laughs> well, I'm actually on page one thirty-one. I've got uh, I've got Jason McCarthy and his uh, HJ Ute. Um, I don't know there's just just something about that that build. Um, I don't know. There's something about a HJ. I'm, I'm a, a lot of people don't like the square nose. Yeah. Like the HJ, HX, HZ. I, I absolutely love it. Yeah. No. Absolutely love it. I've got a fondness because of that HZ that I had with the Prem front back in the day. It just, yeah, they make me smile. Um, but the fact, that, yeah, well, this was his dad's ute yeah, as well. Yeah, his dad's ute and um, doing the build. And, yeah. And that's uh, that's certainly my pick for, uh, for in the build. Yeah, no, that's a really nice piece of kit, mate. Fan of that. What's next? Sunday sesh. Sunday sesh. Okay, Sunday too far away on page 158. 158. I put a post-it note in the middle of the two pages. At least I... they've got uh, <laughs> at least they've got numbers. Remember when the thong slippers guys were cracking the shit because they didn't have they must have taken the numbers away. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> It's hard when numbers just get a bit too right, sporadic and you've got to count pages in between to get to the numbered page. 158, and I'm looking at two possibles here that you're going to pick. Yeah, well, I reckon. I don't think it's going to be the AU. Yeah, no, well, you're probably, <laughs> you know, Tom Houlihan. No, I'm probably not picking your AU. But uh, love the firewall with the two kids' faces pushed up to the hole where I'm assuming there's a heater yeah. box going in at some point. Yeah, Because that just screams this bloody culture at me. Scotty's having a look. He, he's on board. He can see it. Yeah. It's, and other than that, brainwashing some more kids into the uh, into the culture. It is, and you know, and hey, shout out I'm... and shout out to a possible guest on our podcast coming up to in uh, Simon Grasscutter Clark from Instagram, who is taking his kids on his journey as well. Yeah. You know, we know a f we know a few of these families, but then it's hard to go past. You know. Four boys squeamed it, squeezed into a roadster and a dog and a motorbike and just There's the boys a, having a play before the car's like, done. I do like the Sunday too far away. It's it's a good good indication of. So to Ben Thistleton for the photo of the kids and for uh, Richard Pudney for his photo of the boys hanging in the shed. You know they were my two. Yep. And do you reckon you had me worked out? Well, no, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I had you. I had you picked for the uh, for the. One of the two older old cruiser cars there. Oh, yeah. Oh, you've gone back to my page. Thought maybe I was going for the wagon. Oh, I thought you might have been going for the highway patrol. Oh, yeah, that's no, not bad either, that 58 Chef. I thought you might have been going for that. But, uh... I think I spent a long, a long time with this magazine looking for people. Oh, yeah. And yeah, reactions which, from people. Which yeah. probably I should probably do more, but I'm just looking at the cars. Yeah, no, some of my favourite photographers are getting seven blokes in the background of a photo and it's the blokes that make the photo make sense. You know, it's kind of, yeah. I try and frame up a whole car and some of my favourite photos are a mudguard. <laughs> well, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get you to go to page 153. 153? And there is only one car on there. Only one car on page 150. And I know Scotty's got a bit of a, an attachment to this style car. Oh, there you go. It's Tony Hales and his Trans Am. Oh, yeah. yeah nah. I mean, 
definitely a fan of the screaming talk, chicken. You talk <laughs> about dream cars. This is that is up there. That is up there as well. Yeah, I think it's the Smokey and the Bandit, uh, watching it on loop basically as a kid. And it's funny, I I, I showed the young bloke the uh, some Smoking the Bandit on YouTube the other day, and he's hooked on it as well as well as the General Lee. Yeah, he uh, he's he's a bit hooked on the Bandit. I think it's that Eastbound and Down song. Yep. He uh, <laughs> like he's just about turned three, and he's walking around the house singing Eastbound and Down. I, I <laughs> that's think, that's I think, training. I think my job's done. There. <clears throat> yeah, that's some good but training. Definitely that. I mean, black and gold. That that is trigger hasn't got that's the roof. trigger all the way. Hasn't, hasn't got no, the that's the only downside. That, I mean, not downside, but he's just missing the t top. That's yeah, the only, nah. only thing. And again, he grew up obsessed as well. I'd still have it. Yeah, How about the gold one in Ballarat. Yeah, I don't mind that. I'm a big there's fan a, of there's that. There's a fella's got a a bit of a ratty looking one in town as well, and I think he lives not far from me. Yeah, I see him driving it around. He was actually at both at the Beaufort yeah. show. I was talking to him, and it's, I don't know, it might be like survivor condition, but Jesus, it's just damn cool. Yeah. I took a couple of pictures of it. It's got the top, um, the big chicken yeah. on the, on the bottom. It's just. I went over to the great Aussie rod run back in the day and, uh, yeah, Jason Pring's old man got Jason to lock the car yard and said, pick a car and bring it over. And it was the T top yeah. firebird. So Jason and I were kind of just cruising around Adelaide everywhere in it, having a ball. Oh, no, Aussie, I mean, Aussie cars are great. I was never a mad fan of them, but. That afternoon, oh. it definitely won me over. You I know. don't know. It's, Aussie yeah. cars are great, but there's just something about American cars. And I don't know whether it's because we've just been brainwashed because they're all on the tally, like everything's a tally. Yeah. I love the diversity, but, you know, where we all love oh, different this, things, got you know. access to so much over there. Like, yeah, it, yeah, nah. And, and talking about the, the dream garage, if I had infinite money, there would be a section of movie cars. Yeah. Like to be the bandit, the general, probably the A-team truck. The interceptor. Uh, the interceptor uh, and the yellow uh, MFP. Yep. Interceptor. Uh, there'd be a DeLorean. Uh, what else? The full like, package. I'd probably even have the Blues Brothers shitbox Dodge. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Yeah, nah, not really in the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> I'd, de I'd definitely have a Blues Brothers shitbox Dodge. <laughs> Love um, it. The one I'm stealing, Tough Shot. What do you got? Oh, yeah, Tough Shot. Hang on, I'll find me, buddy. Post it. No, you can maybe start on this one. All right. Well, I'm going to uh, page 97, and there is a beast of a HQ statesman just launching. I mean, the car's tough as hell, but uh, that picture of a statesman nearly lifting the front wheels off. Yeah, well, we both absolutely love it. We're both driven to the same things then. Fifteen hundred horsepower, five sixty-five big block. That's a tough shot for me. Where are we? Ninety-seven. Yep. Jeez, it's only a little picture. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Now I got you now. Yeah, no, that's tough. Isn't it? yeah. <laughs> it's tough. I can see that, mate. And you would have nearly had mine, I reckon, too. But uh, I better just get back to it. Uh, oh, here we go. Yeah, well, of course, mine's going to open that article at the Holden Nationals, isn't it? My favourite. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> HR launching sky. Okay, work. shoot to page 90 for the HR, nearly yeah. touching the back bumper on the ground. I have to say that was, that was, uh, it was on my list, but it was probably too obvious. Yeah, well, that's the problem. I've gone a little obvious, but, but if I... If I squint really hard, that's like, Lur, that's Lurline Blue. That's my old HR. It's quite funny because <laughs> I had an HR uh, in the line of cars, and it was uh, it was platinum silver, which was like a light. Is that if you looked at that purple, but made it a bit lighter? It was oh, very yeah, similar yeah, to that. Yeah, I think I know. Deep dish Indy races, the, the thirteen inch Indy races with the big dish on them. Yep, and. Uh, Silly things you do. I swapped out those Indy races for Volvo rims because that was all the rage. Yeah, no, my HP. My... <laughs> the, steel, the steel Volvo rims. I saw a blue, uh, coral blue Tirana yeah. getting around sitting uh, on its guts on Volvo rims like, yep, I'm going to do that to my, HR. My HP was squatting beautifully on Volvo rims. Didn't work. <laughs> it just, it didn't, it didn't look, it didn't look right. <laughs> uh, there you go. So there's our tough shots, both bloody picking wheel standers. Honourable mentions. Honourable mentions. Yeah. I'm going to go with your 
car of the month. Oh, That's yeah. an honourable mention that that HD Ute is absolute streamer. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Well, I'm going to have to give an honourable mention to Simon Major, I reckon, for part two of his feature on Mark the cars of Mark Parsons. Yes. Because that was just awesome to see in there. Yep. Um, it already covered the late 70s through to the early 80s, and now we're moving does some, deeper uh, into the 80s. does some ripper articles. But the cars are just incredible. Like, you know, and it seems like Mark was just tinkering on everything. So that was really good. Um, I also seem to have given an honourable mention again. <clears throat> this is, excuse the coughing. <clears throat> Need a drink. All good. Um, so, yeah, the EH cover car. Oh, yeah. But the photo on page 31, which was shot by Chris Thorogood, but just the small one down the bottom right, looking up to the underside of that bonnet. So, 31. Oh, yeah. Yep. That photo there, that's just Good. a cracker. There's just something about that, the injection, the work, the craftsmanship in that bonnet. Mm. But, yeah. So, I was definitely a fan of that one. So, again, I'm too predictable. The cover car. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else for honourable mentions? Um, oh, just with regard to uh, the EH van itself, the fact that the roof was crushed in a hoist mm, incident just before the Rocky story. Nats. Unbelievable story how they got that fixed. What was it five on? days before? Yeah. Yeah, the roof was crushed. The hoist the whole, didn't stop. whole inside out. Yeah. And the inside of that is done very nicely. Yeah, and it still went in there as superstar mm. finalist. It's in, it's awesome. Yeah. Absolute tribute. So, so, mate, there's some clever people around. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Well, I've only got one more <clears throat> uh, honourable mention, and that is the big 64 Galaxy on page 84, 85. And I don't know whether it's uh, the photo from Jordan Leaston. Look, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. But I uh, follow him on Instagram. And if I, if you want some inspo, Oh yeah, the car photography. He's uh, does a it does a ripper job. It and once again, like that photo yeah. is amazing. But the car, uh, I don't know. It's just I did go through a phase back in the day where I, I, I might have been the boys in the hood thing. I don't know, but yeah. I, the low riders. Yeah, I'm st- no. I'm still a fan of them, but that's got a real low rider feel, like the 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 big metallic uh, roof on it. Yeah, that's that's just an awesome looking car. Yeah, no, fan of that one. Really mate, good car. Sure. It, uh, that's it for me on the on the mag. I also wanted to give a bit of a shout out to the VC wagon. Oh yeah, the Phil Kerr jeans. Yep, burgundy one, but mainly just for the photo. With I mean, great car, mad burnout campaigner, but just that photo with that suicide door propped open. Yeah, it's so hard. <laughs> like. I mean, you could just go through the magazine. There's that much again, in this that's, magazine. Uh, ben Hosking, I said he was going to get a couple of mentions, but I just love the photo of that wagon with the door propped open. There's just, yeah, there was so much in this. Like the the car after that, that XR Falcon. Yeah. How nice is oh, that? Oh, yeah, no, it's yeah, really it's, hard not to mention it in some capacity, but it very... was it was a killer issue, this one. Oh, yeah. One more mention. See, I told you I was yeah, going to keep, we'll going. keep going. Oh, yeah. R- <laughs> How good is that? Richard Bell's EH Nomad. I stood next to that car this year in Orange, New South Wales, at a coffee event, at a cars event. Yeah, that was a ripper. Friday night, but he, yeah, I think it was a Friday night, but he's street mate. Um, but that's only recently returned to the road. And Richard's smiling as hard as he probably was the day he built that car. I'm really liking how they're actually putting some old story, not just an old car, like they're actually running the, the old story. Yeah. I'm really liking the, this time machine piece, I reckon. Uh, hopefully, it sticks around because I, I really, uh, I really enjoy just rereading the the whole thing and re looking at the at the pictures. I mean, I've got a stack of old mags at home which I browse through occasionally, and yep, it's fantastic just no, seeing the old say. trends and the old, yeah, you know, what was going on back in the day. You know, I'd nearly say if you didn't buy June twenty twenty one Street Machine, go and grab yourself a yeah. copy because yeah, no, I got a lot out of this one. Uh, that's probably all, isn't it? That's got us about there, I think, mate. Oh, there was also another one, which I haven't got the magazine in my hand now, but there was a HT premiere at the Rocky Nats with an XBXC bonnet insert. Oh, yes, the yes. flutes and stuff, yep. it just looked cool. Yep. Sitting there on hubcaps and dress trims. There's a lot of that. Rocky Nats. A lot of that used to go on with the, uh, 
the bonnet, the, the GS bonnet or the Yeah, GSO that's bonnet. it. So, no, nah, loved it. And that car just didn't seem to be trying, you know. So, now <clears throat> we spoke about, oh, you put put on the agenda, you know, we mentioned out the Never Late crew. Yes. Again, we've got a mad crew of incredible support. Hashtag NLC. Yep. AO mentioned earlier that we might be reaching out through Instagram as well and just approach a random subscriber every now and again to get a conversation and a perspective. Uh, That's well, the aim. That's the aim. Yeah. I really did like the uh, the magazine review. I thought that was a good. That was good fun. I yeah. Like no, I've really enjoyed that too. And we don't. We're not sort of locked into Street Machine Magazine either. There's nothing, no, nothing no, to stop can... us from going through with just cars or a cruising or Australian street riding or, you know. So, again, just you know, hit us up, suggest. Uh, what else have we got? And, yeah, just wrapped to see a lot of followers coming across from that old bloody place where we used to hang out and joining onto our Instagram. That's been really good to see. Mm. Got a, about a few uh, inboxes and supportive comments so yeah thanks thanks for all that and yep. um who knows that, that it, it might not be there after these two episodes yep. <laughs> you know. and i've spoken to a couple of spoken to a couple of friends of the podcast who uh who'll be more than happy to come on board for a bit of an interview component to run through our seven question scenario yeah i think we're uh, gonna try three. and gonna try and get one in for episode three aren't we yeah no definitely yeah no just, we just got to work out uh how we talk to these people that aren't here. Yeah, we're still getting our head around the We're not really technical. That's where Scotty comes in. I think we've got a travelling rig and a studio where mm. we've got to force Scotty to put it all back together. But... It might be uh, <laughs> it might be just uh, a Moses McCready production every now and then if he's jumping in the car and talking to someone if I can't get there. So... That's it. And Which is all good. That's, yep. that's fine. It's all part of it. Yeah, now Scotty's giving us the nod from the corner saying we got this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, uh Thanks, mate. It's been another good chat, and um, hopefully we'll see you on episode three soon. Oh, and, mate, um, even if people don't care, you and I get to hang out oh, pretty regularly out on this bloody scenario and talk the crap talk we were doing. Well, it's just doing what we were doing. Mm. They so. don't forget the uh, jump on Instagram, yep. email, just, yeah. Just a reminder, never, yeah, never with the letter L on the end and the number eight and an underscore podcast for that Instagram. Uh, never late podcast at gmail.com for any emails you want to shoot us. We'll update a few photos about some of the stuff we've been talking about through Instagram. This is Moses signing out. Thanks heaps for joining in. Thanks guys. Cheers.